And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hello everyone and thanks for listening. I'd like to take a second to thank our sponsors Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing and mastering. Here at Ruinous, we use Isotope products from top to bottom for all of our audio and podcast production. Now you can subscribe to Isotope's Music Production Suite Pro for $24.99 a month or Producers Club for $19.99 a month. And you'll get access to the most up-to-date versions of the plugins as well as the latest features and updates as they're released. Head over to isotope.com now to get a 7-day free trial. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. And for a 10% discount on your software purchases, enter code FRET10 at checkout. F-R-E-T-1-0. Enjoy the show. I remember this one time I was in my bunk. <laughs> this is a really short story, but... um. I had had a few, like, I guess maybe you call it, like, sleep apnea episodes where you, like, you wake up and you're, like, looking at yourself, but you're, like, paralyzed and you can't wake up. You know what I'm talking about? Out-of-body kind of experience type thing. And it scared the shit out of me. And a few days later or something, I was in the front of my bunk, like, grabbing, um, I don't know, just looking through my shit in my backpack or something like that. And you, you stuck your head in the back of the bunk, like the back of the curtain, the back end, and you were like, hey, Jeremiah, it's me. It's you. It's Jeremiah. And, like, my, I don't always wear my glasses, right? So I was just like, whoa. Like, <laughs> just for, like, a split second, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, am I asleep right now? Like, or like, what? <laughs> like I seriously thought you were me. <laughs> I thought it was happening again, but while I was awake and it, my heart, like, dropped. I was like, this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Uh, 
I scared you. Sorry. It was pretty funny, dude. <laughs> I remember we were in Germany. We were just got done with a festival. Raph was doing monitors, and his feet stunk. Yeah. Really, really bad. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, it was. I mean, I knew about that because I was on the bus with him. So. Yeah, it was yeah. fucking up the the bus, it was and we were wild. all upstairs. All our bunks were upstairs, right? And um, was that the haunted bus? It was like moldy, and Tom got uh, what do you call it? Shingles. Yeah, Tom yeah. got shingles. Yeah, it was that bus. Oh man, that was a funny bus. His feet were terrible. It wasn't the type of thing where I would make fun of someone for that. Yeah, but it was a bummer. I kind of called him out. Me and Scotty McPherson did. But we called him out in the sense where that night we were all standing around waiting for the bus to leave at a festival, just standing by the bus. And me and Scotty are like, let's wash Raph's feet. <laughs> and we got, there was running water somehow off the bus. And we're like, dude, what are you, what are you doing with your feet? Like, I, yeah. it could be a problem that we can't solve. But, and he was like, eh, I don't really wash them that much it's like what do you is mean is that simply the problem and he's like oh, and then i have all these shitty socks and i was like okay i'll buy you some cotton socks let's wash your feet yeah and we'll probably have to get you new shoes but like it was so i just remember standing behind the bus with the water running and raf just like is this what should i be doing this and it's like well don't you know how to wash your feet dog <laughs> it's just like something he he knew how to do he just neglected and it was such a simple fix but we helped him wash his feet. That's funny. I actually do remember that, actually. Yeah. Well, I also remember, like, talking to you and probably Eric or something about it, going, like, <laughs> I, didn't want it, I didn't want to be cruel, but it's fucked. The upstairs is... No, it was the fucking... The bunk area was... It was wild. It, was not, it wasn't cool. No, it was and, crazy, because uh, I would walk by his bunk, and that's... It's, it, was, oh, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I hope my feet never get like that, like... Usually it's some weird shoes made out of like polyester or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, shitty, I mean? shitty polyester shoes and shitty polyester socks. That was the tour where that happened. Uh, Tom got shingles. Tom got shingles. Isaac got his oh. face broken and his ocular cavity cracked. That all happened within like a week, I think, too. And our bus was full of black mold. Yeah, like all that Tom's shingles and the black mold thing, I feel like happened the same day. I remember Tom going to the doctor and you and Pat and everybody looking through the bus and taking these crazy photographs of mold and stuff and like, whoa, this place is, something's messed up with this place, you know? And like, it already smelled really bad, like his raft's feet and then it was like the toilet was obviously really old and then that was the one of the trippiest buses I've ever been on in my life, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about our our bus driver um, on that trip. Yeah, he was messed out. Yeah, like we went home. Yeah, right? we went home. Like, but remember, we ran into Incubus. We called that bus the Stinky Bus because we ran into the band <laughs> Incubus at an Irish oh, festival. Yeah. And those dudes were always super nice to us. I guess we were label mates. They seemed really yeah. nice. But one of them was like, oh, God, you guys have that bus? We had that bus. <laughs> and then we called it the stinky bus from there on out. And it was like that thing that the Brady's had that was bad luck on that episode of the Brady's. What do you call that? Tiki? The little statue that the Brady's had. Yeah. yeah. Hey!
Jeremiah Green is the drummer of Modest Mouse and a good friend of mine. I had the privileged position of drummer number two in Modest Mouse for about eight years, and playing next to Jeremiah every night was one of the best things I've done in my rock and roll life. In this episode, we catch up and share a few of those stories of our days in Modest Mouse together. From Ruinous Media, this is Tour Stories. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm here in Seattle. Where are you? Port Townsend. I've only been there a couple times. What's it like there? It's really slow. It's like you're on an island. Mm -hmm. It's like almost an island. It's a peninsula. So, But yeah, it's like out of the way. You don't really come here unless you want to come here. You yeah. Know? It's slow. Like we live kind of like on the edge of town. So it's like rural, forest, rural area. Yeah. There's bunkers everywhere, right? There's there's mil that used to be a military yeah. outpost or base. Yeah, actually the the land our house is on right now was part of the base. Mm. Yeah. Like they owned all this land. There's the house next door was built around an old military bunker. Mm. It's a built around a World War One bunker. Okay. I don't know. It's it's really cool. What's it well how's the pandemic vibe there? Is it the same as everywhere else? You know, it seems a little less severe than like portland or seattle mm -hmm. to me and i don't know i think that's maybe because we are a little bit closed off you right. know people are definitely struggling you know? yeah it's trippy to see everybody struggling <laughs> like trying to stay open like we have a store downtown and we're open still we're not like losing money yet but we're not making money. oh it's kind of wild you know what kind of store do you have it's like a lifestyle store. There's like a women's vintage and like incense and candles and ceramics and some kids stuff. It's like, you know, things. What's it, what's it, <laughs> what's it called? Thuja. Cool. T-H-U-J-A. Do you have Palo Santo there? Yeah, we do. We were selling it. We kind of don't sell it as much anymore, but um, just because... Long story, but <laughs> there, there, there's a there's a lot of misconception going around that like Palo Santo is endangered and all this uh -huh. stuff, but people are misguided and it's actually a different tree in the same species or whatever and blah 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 blah. But we had some uh, activist type people tell us that we were we weren't supposed to sell oh. that kind of stuff because we're not indigenous or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. And then we went and asked some Native American people that own a store down the street what they thought about that. Yeah. And they sell sage and stuff because we were told we were messed up for selling sage too. And they were like, um, they laughed. They laughed. They, did. they yeah. thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what's in the last year? What What's your day look like? Do you have a routine? Um, my routine is I take care of dogs, cats, chickens, and our son. Mm. I mean, my wife and I take care of our son. Yeah. And, you know. I'm a musician. This year's been pretty slow, dude. <laughs> but um, I've just been trying to be domestic and be present this year, you know? Yeah. And it's been a good thing because I needed to be around. And Yeah, I don't know. Do you find time to play music? 
Yeah, no, I play music. Like, I always have my, like, synthesizers turned on, and I always have, like, a sequencer or something turned on. I, like, make electronic music a lot. I sample a lot. So I just, like, make little... Like, I have some sequencers up in the living room by this area. Mm-hmm. And then I have this little basement area that I have my equipment shoved into at the moment. That sounds... Yeah. I just sort of fuck around, use Ableton yeah. to make songs. Yeah. And we did a Modest Mouse record this year. I don't know when that's going to be out, to be honest. You did? Is it all uh, finished? For the most part. Like, I mean, I'm finished with my part. I know that. <laughs> Are you doing all the vocals on this one? Yeah, it's all me. Yeah, I'm doing all the vocals on this one. It's all it's um, it's all Elvis covers with Isaac on guitar only. Isaac's playing lap steel. <laughs> it's more more country kind of El- like it's like Elvis, like Vegas Elvis era. I knew you guys were doing stuff. that. You're yeah. trying to keep it a secret. And we're doing a musical next. <laughs> we're gonna do the Sound of Music, <laughs> and Isaac's gonna be the main character. <laughs> Have you developed any weird habits in the last year? No, I just like got more into my bad habits. Yeah. Not bad habits, but Right. Um Do you think things are gonna be wildly different once we get back to normal, or do you think we'll go back to normal normal for the most part? Oh man. I'm really hoping that we go back to something better than normal. And I can't say I know what that is. Like, yeah. it would take me a while to explain that. Uh-huh. There's a lot of things. <laughs> I wish we could just, you know, start over or something. Because things aren't, don't work great. Just, that's very obvious since the COVID thing happened. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Who's the expert? Like, does anybody know how to, like what's going on? I don't know. I would hope things would go back to better than normal. Yeah. Um, normal, I'm not really into this go back to normal thing. I'm like, dude, that wasn't really working out for us. I don't know. But like, and we got this new president and yeah, we don't have to listen to this other weirdo talk on Twitter all day. Like you didn't have to anyways, you could have ignored him. Like he kind of, he, he didn't invent corruption and our government and all this crap. He didn't invent that shit. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what people are going to do, but I hope that they look in to how corrupt a lot of these people are if not all of them it kind of comes down to money in a lot of ways you know what i mean and control yeah like i don't know if it's even about politics at all really at all you know what i mean yeah i feel like behaviors are gonna go back to normal socially for the most part but you know the the disparities that the pandemic has helped us recognize or forced us um, or allowed us to recognize, it's nice that we have a chance to at least make changes with that, you know? I think people, like, personally, just, like, some time to reflect and stuff like that, that is going to be helpful for everybody. Right. I mean, I think socially that might change a lot. Like, I feel like a lot of people got reconnected with their families or... Yeah. That I... You know, like, I've heard that over and over again. Like, people have been like, I'm broke, but... <laughs> I get to be around my family. Yeah. It's been great. You know what I mean? Do you think it's natural for us and us being modern people to be around our family this much? Or do you think that we have evolved into people that shouldn't be around their family as much? Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's all a product of capitalism. Like, and especially when both parents work now. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't know. 
In fact, that's a product. Yeah. Product of that, right? Like they want, they want everybody working all the time. I know. Well, um, so I don't know if that's natural. Yeah. Um, it's a natural progression when you get collecting shells and coins and shit. But like, <laughs> I think like it's not, like I don't know. You look at animals, like I don't know. Not all animals, but a lot of animals stick together. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I th well, one thing I think that like eagles spend quite a bit of time together, don't they? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about now. <laughs> you know, one thing I think about though is what you just said about capitalism turning us into two parents working eight hours a day isn't natural. But now I fear that capitalism will take advantage of us even more because everyone is expected to work at home. So oh, yeah, add on fucking four hours to your eight hour day. <laughs> yeah, totally. And it's like you're could possibly be yeah, yeah. That is a speculation. But I, no, I also no, fear I've that because been... I don't like this at it's strange. But I you know, this isn't news. I'm not saying anything new. But it's strange, <laughs> but the more people talk about like, well, I'll stay home, it's like no. How about at least your break from working is your drive and you stop and get coffee? And maybe you go get lunch in some downtown area, and then you go back to the office. What's wrong yeah, with that there is stuff? Some, there is something about going to a place, you know, like it's capitalism too. Uh, Spending money, buying gas. Yeah, yeah, you got to fill up those skyscrapers, dude. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I heard some economic guy talking about skyscrapers going empty and turning into apartments. I think that's gonna happen. But I think that guy is right. I mean, it's just it's. I always I think oh, when he says that, I like think about that the tallest building in seattle being an apartment and being like dude i'd never want to live in i know it's trippy <laughs> maybe up sort of the top very top it's but, trippy uh, and then it might evolve back into business too as that happens well if you're gonna be working from home maybe that'll be a office down the hall i don't yeah, know it's just you yeah know I mean? we don't know Depending, there's so much information these days i honestly am sort of stopped watching media and and devouring it in a way i got too into that at the beginning of the pandemic mm -hmm. and everything and it started to affect my mental health <laughs> you know what i mean have you binged any tv shows i've been watching that show raised by wolves i don't know it's the only show i've i don't know about a lot of stuff i just it's weird how i don't know about a lot of movies and stuff these days yeah and tv shows i used to know a lot about that stuff but i don't know I feel like the internet has made it even harder to get recommendations from friends. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch Painting with John? Yeah, I watched that. Yeah. Or I watched two episodes. Yeah. Which is, I don't know anything about him. Yeah. And I just thought it looked interesting to listen to that guy I don't know talk. It's so and cool. <laughs> and it was really good. I actually got some really good advice from him, but I can't remember what it was now. But I know that he said a few things and I was like, oh, yeah. The last episode, yeah. he has some good advice, too. So get to it. It's funny and fun. And his name is John Lurie. He was in the Lounge Lizards uh, Marvin Pontiac, I believe. And he had a show Fishing with John, which was killer. Oh, I know that show. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I just think he's a, he can't help himself, but be an artist. And I love that about him. And I love that he's persevered past his Lyme, Lyme's disease, which I, th I, I see it as him persevering because he's still making wonderful art. It just happens to be painting now. Yeah. 
Didn't he have cancer too? I think or so. I just okay. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Where's Where's that place he's? I don't in know. It's interesting. It's kind of mysterious. And it looks like Hawaii, kind of, but then it looks like it could be. It's in the Caribbean. Mexico? Oh, it's in. The yeah, Caribbean. he says okay. at one point a small island in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So, um, did you guys have touring scheduled this this year? Yes. Yes. And hopefully we still do. Yeah, right? cool. I mean, I guess nobody knows no. still, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of, I mean, we have things that we've, there are things on the calendar. That's good. That's something to look forward to. I have a do show guys... coming up in, in a month. In a month? Yeah. In which I'm going to be playing outside on the ground. You know, there'll be a stage. And the audience will be in their hotel rooms standing on their balconies. Where? Somewhere in Southern California, I don't know. Wow. Yeah, I wonder why we have, we're not doing anything like that. I guess we're not ready to tour yet. I think it's a test. It's a test. And we're, we're the guinea pigs. <laughs> it, it'll be interesting. I don't know what it'll no, be it like. It seems fine to me. I mean, I was down with that thing they were doing in Europe where they had those little boxes yeah. for families or pods of people that hang out. Because we have like a pod of people we hang out with here in Port Townsend, yeah. you know. But... It's already a small town, but yeah, you have a small group of people. Um, well, hey, I want to play one of those songs, one of your songs I found on SoundCloud. I listened to it last night and I was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. It could be remixed. <laughs> could... Well, I want to play Distant Clang. Is that cool? Yeah. All totally. right. We'll remix it while it's playing in our heads. Okay. All right, here goes.
funny, I noticed that was the one SoundCloud song on my thing that the most listened to one, and I was like... That's oh, why yeah, I like it so like, much. I'm with everyone else. the one I, like, I thought about the least and just like threw it up there because I found it on my computer. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of what a lot of that is. It's like, what ME3s I have on my computer right now? I don't know. It's, it's a cool tune. I might put some real, more real drums to it. Those are like samples yeah. of things. Paper, I think. Did you record everything there at your house? Yeah, my bunker at my old place. Mm. We just moved to a new place. I used to have like this bunker like studio thing, which I sort of copied one of the bunkers at the old military forts here. Cool That's idea. That's what I wanted, you know. So we I copied one, but I we sold that place. I'm kind of sad. I miss my bunker. Are you going to build another <laughs> one at your your new house? No, because I think we might be moving from this place now. Oh. I'm in the base. I have all my stuff in the basement now. I actually like downsized, and I kind of like it a little better. I mean, I mean, our our house is bigger now, but my space is smaller, <laughs> like my studio space. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't need that much stuff in there, and I was collecting junk. I know. So. I am too. I am trying to get rid of junk, and it's not really junk, but it's junk to me. Yeah. We should exchange junk. I bet you and I could exchange I junk and find uses for it. Yeah, I might start a new Instagram free junk. Free Instagram. junk. I don't know. <laughs> You could pay shipping or something. <laughs> I have this really cool old owl stuffed animal that I feel like somebody needs, but oh, I also have this like talking cat thing that repeats everything you say. That's not junk in a high pitched voice, <laughs> but I yeah, that's not junk. I think I actually need that for me or alone. I, I, <laughs> we could do a junk exchange. Okay, I might I'll have let something. You borrow my talking cat. Um. Have you been listening to any new music? I like Ethel Kane, and I like this dude named Brothel, who became, like, a friend of mine. Oh. I don't know. Those are, like, he's, like, my favorite musician these days. Brothel. So, um, yeah. What's Brothel like? It's, like, like if Slow Dive made trap music or something like that. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> And sometimes it's kind of dark, like, uh, I don't know what you call it, like dark wave or something like that. Right. I don't really know. There's so many terms these days. I'm like, yeah, I know he just makes nice music. Speaking of slowed down music, I do have a tour memory of you DJing in Miami. And uh, we played a show, and then we went to a hotel, and you and Darren were DJing. And it was really good. A lot of people were listening. It was freaking out. And it was trippy. I remember we were doing weird stuff. You were but... doing weird stuff, but the greatest thing that you did, the last song that you played was Beat It, Slowed Down. And people were fucking freaking out about it, and it was so fun, and people didn't know what to do. And I didn't know what, to... oh man, it was fun. I'll never forget that. It was just that so was... weird. It was cranked too, it was super loud. Yeah. And I think like Darren was like, this is our last song or whatever. And. <laughs> fucking beat it at half speed people were trying to dance and laughing and like i think people were mad people were definitely confused that was so rad no we definitely had done that before and people were mad we played in port townsend one time people were mad oh, at us, so but this guy yelled at us told us to, he's like i don't know what this is but it needs to stop like, <laughs> scream so loud this old man but uh, i had so much fun that time in miami that it was, was like one of the that best. was really like, fun 
I kind of love Miami. Like, we played a party later that night that was insane. Like, yeah, I don't know. We're the only, I guess those two things in Miami were the only good shows Darren and I had. But <laughs> Was that the time that we played with Duran Duran and Gnarls Barkley? And Daft Punk was playing while we were playing, and I could hear them <laughs> through my monitors, I remember. <laughs> I remember being super irritated. <laughs> like, not because I could hear them through my monitors, because I wanted to see them. Playing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. anytime we had a chance to see a lot of bands, like, we were on at the same yeah. time. Do you remember a European festival where we were three quarters of the way through our set, and the Pixies started playing? Oh yeah, and, and the like pixies half, had like been like absent half. for a long time, and it was just like people were the buzz was just on them, and Isaac was like waving <laughs> to people, and it was literally like the whole crowd just went to our right, just like Man. they left, and Isaac was like, "I'd go too," and he was like waving. To, Isaac said some funny shit. I remember and then he, that day, dude. Um, we all ran over there and caught a little bit, but yeah, yeah, that's right. We did we actually watch them. Yeah. <laughs> That was pretty funny. Um, just the amount of people that jetted yeah. so quick. <laughs> I mean, it was wild. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I was, I was like, does somebody have something against us? Like, seriously, like, you know that people compare us to the Pixies. <laughs> and you put us on at the same. You gave us, like, 15 minutes yeah. for people to be able to check us out, you know. But... That same tour, we played Leeds and Reading. And the weather had been terrible all time. And... We woke up in the morning at Leeds, and there was a total downpour at, like, 10 a.m., and it was just miserable. Like, you don't want to get out of the bus or anything, and then about 11.30 a.m., Dan and I came back from catering towards the bus, and there was this beam of light coming from the sky, breaking through the clouds, and you were laying on the grass in that <laughs> beam of light, curled up in a ball like an animal I remember this day i felt like shit well i'm sure you did yeah and me and dan paused and just watched you and you weren't really <laughs> moving and you like unfolded like a bird coming out of its egg and and that's when we, we named you terrence dactyl for oh, about a week i didn't know that's why that's you where named it came me from. terrence dactyl i was like it was a real thing from? and he would just be like oh that one day and leave deer on the grass I can't wait to go back to some of those places. Me, me too. I, I can't wait. In so, a long time. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's next for you? What are you going to do next? You got any plans? Um, trying to move to Hawaii. You are? Yeah. Great. I know that sounds crazy, but <clears throat> I was born there, and I don't know. I think it's time. I think it's time. I just I got older yesterday. And <laughs> oh man, happy birthday! Oh, thanks. I forgot. Fuck. Oh, no, that's okay. Whatever. Anyways, you're hoping to move to Hawaii. Hoping to, yeah. I mean, that's the plan. I'm just trying to figure out how. Uh, it yeah. Does seem pretty complicated. <laughs> I would like to start a breadfruit farm in Kauai. That's my goal. Yeah. I don't know if it'll happen, but bread breadfruit grows well on the big island too okay i'll go i'll check that place out too <laughs> i know our friends have a bunch of breadfruit trees but yeah yeah some property we looked at the other day had a ton of breadfruit trees on it all right 
Well, I mean, we, um, don't, we don't. If we get enough land, we definitely are gonna yeah. do a little farming. It, you know what I mean? Well, maybe I can come test my breadfruit farming yeah. at your house. Yeah, please All right. do. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you go. I, maybe I'll see you in Hawaii this year. Yes. Let's predict hopefully. that we'll hang in Hawaii in the fall. I'm gonna make it happen. Okay. I'm gonna figure it out. All right. Hey, I have an idea though. Before we go, let's play drums. This is a okay. rare opportunity. Um, let's say goodbye now. And okay. I'll... Goodbye. Goodbye, man. Merry Thanks. Christmas. Happy birthday. Happy New Year. Thanks for talking to me and happy birthday. Yeah, thanks. All right, cool. I'll talk to you later, man. I'll just start playing. Yeah. for the hang and thank you for listening if you like tour stories please subscribe and don't forget to check out our companion podcast the check-in all at ruinousmedia.com slash tour stories
ポキーン